In last week's episode, it was Woman in Supply Chain series with Kathy Fulton of Allen Aid. She talks about her journey and how it led her to non-for-profit in disaster relief and how supply chain plays a big, important part of that. So go and check that out. That's at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 70. Welcome to Let's Talk Supply Chain. My name is Sarah Barnes-Humphrey, and each week I bring you the top supply chain professionals in the industry. You will learn about best practices, new innovation, and most up-to-date information about supply chain. I believe that collaboration is the future of business, and I have designed this show to ensure you have all the information you need to succeed in business and in your supply chain. This episode is brought to you by IANA. IANA represents the intermodal freight transportation industry. Every year they put on a massive event, Intermodal Expo, where the stakeholders, decision makers, and influencers of the intermodal supply chain gather. Expo is the place to be to make connections and advance your business. Expo will be held in Long Beach, California, September 15th through 18th, and I'll be attending and hope to see See you there. Register online today at intermodalexpo.com. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Since Canada Day and Independence Day was last week, I'd say that summer has officially kicked off. Let the days of barbecues, sunshine and vacation begin. I'm excited because in August I will be at the Supply Chain Forum in Panama and I'm ta- taking a few days rest in the sunshine while I'm there. Plus, I'm speaking of Panama, Demo, the general manager over at Logistics Services is here to talk about how big companies like Payless, yes, still very much alive, HP and others are using Panama strategically in their supply chains. But first, let's get to listener's corner. So the question of the week is, what tools do you use to manage your procurement spend? Over on LinkedIn, we had a couple of great responses. Tony Richter says Ariba would be one of the obvious ones, I would assume. And over on the LinkedIn Let's Talk Supply Chain, page, John Teshi says, shameless plug, I know, but ThoughtSpot has a large and growing footprint in the procurement space. Happy to share specific examples with you. Over on Twitter, Supply Chain Queen says, process over tools. Kraljik is still one of the best process for supplier segmentation, oldie but goodie. And over on Instagram, Sophia Arched also said, Kraljik matrix. Remember to join in on the conversation every single Wednesday on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Plus, send me an email if you have a supply chain question. And don't worry, I don't have to mention your name. Just let me know in the email. And that's listener at letstalksupplychain.com. I'm really excited for today's episode. I recently met Demo and learned so much about Panama and how companies are bringing this hidden gem into their supply chain strategies and really winning on efficiency. Demo is here to tell us all about it and how you too can benefit from including Panama in your logistics and distribution strategy, no matter the size of your business. Here's why we should listen to what Demo has to say. So Demo Perez is the general manager and a member of the company's board of directors. He joined the company in 1998, coming from the parcel industry, introducing his know-how on that area to the group. His main role is business development and strategic alliances creation 
Corporation, facilitating company activity in warehousing, value-added services like order fulfillment and order management, light assembly and manufacturing, support customer sales and marketing strategy for the Latin American region and is recognized as a reference of the Panama's and regional logistics sector. So welcome to the show demo. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me. So I talk about using LinkedIn for building your network, and I talk about it on an upcoming episode of The Trade Squad because that's how you and I met, and I'm really, really glad that we did. I am learning so much from you about how to utilize Panama in your supply chain advantage or to your supply chain advantage. Plus, I'm going to have the privilege of moderating a woman in logistics panel at the upcoming Supply Chain Forum in Panama that we're going to talk a little bit more about in the rest of this episode. So why don't we talk about you, Demo? Tell us a little bit about your journey in supply chain and what do you do? Well, um, my journey started uh, 20, 22, 23 years ago uh, when I just um, uh, jumped in this uh, a beautiful industry uh, supporting a relative that have a business. Uh, and, and he had a contract and uh, he needed some support uh, and I was supposed to uh, help him for two weeks and um, uh, that was on the uh, the parcel business. So uh, 23 years later, I'm still here in love with this um, beautiful industry. Um, now I'm the uh, general manager of a company called Logistics Services Panama. We are a um, supply chain partner uh, mainly or exclusively, let's say, for for global companies that um, uses Panama as their distribution and fulfillment centers uh, for Latin America. Uh, that's mainly my uh, my role here. I have been uh, in this company for uh, for twenty years now, um, and my main role is to um, develop, uh, help uh, 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 my companies to develop their networks, uh, to uh, uh, create some strategies to help them grow their business uh, in this region. I love your story because like most of us who's been in the business for that length of time, we all kind of fell into it. And um, your story is a little similar to mine because it happens to include a family member. <laughs> and uh, so I really like that. But I, and I also like the fact that nowadays people are choosing to go into supply chain. Um, which to me is very, very inspiring because a lot of us sort of fell into this industry and really have grown the industry and grown ourselves through the industry, which is great. But plus, you're a huge supporter of Panama. You not only live there, but the passion from the, the couple of times that I've spoken to you, the passion for your country and, and for you know why people should take a look at Panama and their supply chain strategy just oozes out of you. So let's talk about Pan Panama. Um, you know, why Panama? Why should people look at Panama as part of their supply chain strategy? Well, I think that the, uh, to, to put in context, Panama is a logistics hub since its very beginning. Before to be in a country, before to be a named territory, we were a, a, a hub for trading and for uh, moving cargo. Back uh, 15, uh, sorry, uh, 500 years ago, uh, the Spanish colony uh, used Panama as their main place to, uh, to cross the continent from, from the Atlantic side to the Pacific side. Uh, the Pacific Ocean was, uh, you know, discovered 
here uh, in this country. So uh, we were part of that um, trade, huge trade and, and, and movement of um, minerals and, and, and other uh, material that were sent to Europe uh, back in those days. Um, so, and that's just the, uh, the, the beginning of the story, right? So um, all, during all these years, uh, this country has been playing a role as a, uh, as a distribution point um, for, for goods uh, from the gold rush uh, in, the, uh, in the Californias, uh, the, mainly uh, 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 the, the gold that were extracted from California was sent to New York to be traded, passed over Panama, and the money that came back from New York to, to California passed over Panama. And that's a very, very interesting story uh, about that. And, and after that came the, uh, the, uh, the railway that was the first dry canal we had to cross the country to support that uh, uh, gold movement. And, and a few years later came the canal that it's up today the backbone of uh, our supply chain um, uh, services in Panama. So, uh, as, as I said, we, we, we born that way, we grow that way, and we keep growing the, uh, the services we deliver to the world commerce as a point of distribution uh, for, the, for the whole world. So what kind of logistics assets do you have in Panama and what, what can people really take a look at taking advantage of? Well, um, as I said, um, the canal, the Panama Canal is, of course, the main um, our main logistic asset, right? The, 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 the Panama Canal give us the unique advantage of having ships coming and going from all over the world on a daily basis. So the connectivity you, you can get here um, coming back and forth from everywhere is it's unique. So there is no other place that you can cross from one ocean to the other in very short period of time. And, and having uh, availability of services because we, we receive a lot of um, uh, big ships, mother ships that came into here, they drop containers in here and then Peter chips go to smaller markets to deliver and 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 also um, getting the all water route from Asia to the East Coast US uh, is also a great uh, advantage for us. So the canal, of course, will be the first uh, uh, asset. The port system uh, we have a, a world class port system in Panama. Two ports right now in the Pacific Ocean and three working right now in the Atlantic Ocean and a fourth port in construction in the uh, in Atlantic Ocean. This complex of ports is what we call, uh, uh, that, that we say that Panama is a port with two oceans. Uh, and, the, and the reason we say that is because the distance between uh, one ocean to the other is very short. It's 50 miles only. Oh, wow. so you can move a container. Yeah, so you can move a container in let's say one hour from one side to the other. So it's very fast. Actually, I live in the, uh, in the Pacific side and I work in the Atlantic side. So every day, two times a day, I do this uh, transcontinental <laughs> trip <laughs> to go back and forth my house. So um, that's, that's a very important uh, uh, asset for us, the, the, the port system. Actually, Panama is currently the number one uh, port complex in uh, throughput containers in Latin America. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And which, yeah, yeah. which side do you like better? Or should I ask that question? <laughs> well, 
Well, um, the planning side uh, is, you know, for, for logisticians is like, it's fascinating uh, because it's a, it's a uh, ecosystem already uh, working and have been uh, here since 1950. So um, it's, a, it's a very uh, developed um, uh, system and, and it's, of course, uh, and a way to, to continue to be developed. Um, actually, the, the Cologne Free Trade Zone, where we are right now, uh, is the, uh, the biggest uh, free trade zone in the Western Hemisphere. Um, up to more than 2,000 companies are operating in here, uh, doing um, regional distribution, trading, and many other services uh, from, from this part of the world. Of course, we, help, we also have um, special economic zones on the Pacific side, uh, are are newer, but they are also working and mainly used also for, uh, for multinationals to do business here. And there is a very interesting new project that is coming into this country, which is a free zone inside the airport. Uh, oh, wow. And this, yeah, and this free zone basically will be a complex of warehouses uh, at the end of the runway uh, of the cargo airport, in where we will be able to deliver uh, services for e-commerce for. Uh, audience per part logistics, uh, mainly you know uh, additive logistics in the in the near future, um, cold chain, you know, uh, uh, Panama is a hub for pharmaceutical uh, business. Um, um, at least seven or eight of the top ten uh, uh, biggest uh, pharmaceutical companies in the world are here, uh, operating and having hubs. So uh, this the, the the special economic zones, the port system, the airport. Um, the, the, the connectivity you can have from one ocean to the other uh, by road, by train, of course, in the canal, and also the ability to connect uh, from Panama to, we can go all over to Mexico uh, by road. So we can deliver also road uh, 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 ground services to, uh, to Central America, which is really good for our customers. Mm -hmm. So all those assets make, make uh, this country a very interesting place to set up regional distribution. Yeah, it's a great um, ecosystem that you have over there that I don't think many people actually realize. Um, let me ask you a quick question. How does the free trade zone in Panama compare to Miami? Because I think in our last conversation, you were saying that a lot of companies are now looking to Panama for the free trade zone rather than Miami. Yeah, um, in terms of um, efficiencies, um, our free zone and uh I don't know how this will sound if I say it, but it's, it's more efficient. And, and let me explain you why. Uh, the first reason is the, uh, the savings in time and in cost. Um, for example, if I, I do distribution out of the uh, free zone in Florida, uh, I need to bring that cargo from Asia mainly. Probably will uh, be entering uh, LA Long Beach and then we'll need to rail or uh, send my truck to Miami. And then I need to put it in a warehouse and then uh, redistribute and, and put it a ship and come into this region. But th that time that takes that container since it's on load uh, on, the, uh, on the West Coast and is shipped again uh, to the region may take 15 to 20 days right. in average. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's what our customers say. Uh, in Panama, you can, you can do the same in no more than four days. Wow. So it's a significant so, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very significant on time. And, and you know, uh, from the inventory carrying cost point of view, that's, that's a huge saving. 
uh, depending on the product you are handling, right? And, and the other thing is that since the time is so um, short, moving those containers or moving that cargo, uh, you know, there is no chance to have issues um, like, right. you know, uh, with the cargo because, uh, for example, the, 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 the three ports in the Pacific, uh, sorry, in the Atlantic are located uh, less than a mile from my office right now. So I can deliver uh, a container from, from my warehouse to, to, to the main ports here in minutes. Uh, and, 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 and that allows us to um, play a little with late orders uh, so customers feel like they can do uh, I receive, you know, uh, a last minute uh, information to, to change uh, uh, an order. So this is a huge advantage that you don't have that uh, in Florida. Fle it's, flexibility, it's, I think, is the yeah, key yeah. there, right? It gives you back some of that flexibility. Okay. So you and, just and gave us... Yeah. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Sorry. The, the main difference probably uh, will be on the, uh, on the, of course, the tax perspective, because um, the, the way that the free zone is designed, the law that arose, rules the free zone that was, again, uh, built back in 1950 is that there is no tax uh, at, the, at the moment you, you bring the goods into the free zone. And there is no tax, of course, when you, when you, when you uh, re-export. But also there is no tax on the sale. So you have this product in a tax-free environment. Uh, managed in the U in US dollar because the US dollar is the legal currency in Panama since 1904. So we have uh, uh, other legal currency. So that gives a customer the, uh, the ability of having this inventory in a safe place where they can decide where to ship just at the moment they receive an order uh, from a market. So they react to the demand. So they, are, they are not working with forecasting and these kind of things. They are working based on the demand. Wow. So that's a lot of benefits to play, you know, uh, where you put your money, how you um, turn around your inventory. So there's a lot of benefits from the uh, supply chain analytics that, that absolutely help. yep mm -hmm. so you you talk about the free trade zone you just gave us an example and a reason why to take advantage of that within panama um can you give us an, another example of how companies are um you know utilizing panama for their supply chain advantage i think in the last conversation you and i had you spoke about some retailers and how they're looking to use Panama as a hub for them that's really giving them that competitive advantage in supply chain. Yeah, you, you need to put in context that um, out of, from Panama, you can serve up to 30 countries. And, and, and all those countries, of course, will have a different government style, a uh, different government regulations and non-government regulations, Ministry of Health, Ministry of Commerce, um, uh, consumer behavior uh, trends, which are different cultures, languages. So it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a very complex market if you want to see it as a huge market um, that has over six hundred thousand people. Uh, so sorry, six hundred million uh, people uh, in the uh, in the region. So how these companies are taking advantage of being here is that. You, 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 you will bring your goods from, from wherever you are manufacturing, maybe in Asia or other places. You buy a mass-produced um, uh, uh, product. And, uh, and here, you 
customize that product to be able to cross uh, uh, government or non-government uh, barriers to, to import. So, for example, uh, we call value-add services to make repacks, uh, changing labels, putting information in Spanish, in English, or in French. It will depend on the market you are hitting. Of course, reducing the uh, MOQs uh, depending on the market because we serve all the islands, which are very small markets, uh, but we also uh, serve countries like Colombia, uh, there are big markets, right? So it's right. very different the way you need to plan and you need to customize that product to, to, to be in the hands of the end customer uh, with the compliance of whatever, again, the government or the, uh, the, uh, the distributor or the retailer or even the individual is asking to have. Yeah, and it's getting it's giving you access to markets that you wouldn't generally or necessarily have. And rather than shipping it from overseas to the US, you know, you're stopping it midway and sort of maybe even transloading it to the states, you know, leaving some product there to be shipped to Central America, you know, the other regions where you have business um that you weren't necessarily sure how to um, you know, operate or how to, you know, provide your products to those regions. Exactly, exactly. Uh, having a, 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 a company like us, for example, will enable you to do uh, this kind of business. And now with the uh, issue uh, with, the, with, the, with the tariffs, uh, we are seeing an increase of uh, this kind of uh, uh, um, projects coming uh, because there are many companies that still use um, the U.S. to serve Latin America. And uh, coming into Panama uh, is faster, the, the transit time from, from because of the canal. We got those direct ships coming from the main ports of Asia in a, in a shorter time. And the, and the ability to uh, unload that container, bring it into the warehouse, split the order in, again, uh, 20 or more countries, give the, uh, the value of services to that product, label, repack, Recustomize, change cables, whatever a need that any specific market has, or or, or a retailer, or a, you know, uh, mm -hmm. can be done really fast, and then you can re-export that product in a very very short time. So it's a it's a it's a, it's a competitive advantage that we give to to our customers that give them uh, you know grow market share, uh, reduce cost. Uh, on standardized uh, value add services because you can also, uh, depending on the country, you can also give those value add services in country. But the problem with that, and, and uh, this is how customers say, is that they cannot have a standard of service. So depending on if you are handling a branded product, you, you, you need everyone to, to, is, to, 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 to is giving the, uh, the, uh, that specific service to the product that follow the brand rules, right? You don't want to be uh, have a, a product that is handled in a wrong way because it will affect your image. So uh, the, the, that's one of the beauties of doing a standard procedure for all those value services that you, with the quality controls uh, of the brand or the company. So you will be sure that the product when it arrives to the hand of the end customer will look like the brand want to look like. Yeah, so those are- yeah, and I think some of the benefits, like the key benefits that you've really touched on there is that you can be faster to market and you can be more flexible um, by, you know, utilizing, you know, Panama as kind of that go-between, right? And give you access to more international markets that you didn't even think possible. So.
So I want to ask you though, you know, what size companies does the strategy work best for? I'm assuming that you're probably working with larger companies, but what does it mean for small to medium sized enterprises that are also looking to get into those markets? Because I mean, with online and e-commerce, you could really be selling to anybody anywhere in the world. Yes, yes. Actually, in my case, we mainly serve uh, big companies, of course. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, the, the Panama solution uh, works for a very small uh, company of products to, to these huge uh, global companies. Uh, and, and for a variety of products, uh, 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 a company which is very close to ours, they, they, they handle heavy equipment, like, you know, like these big mining trucks. They bring those trucks in parts that they assemble here, and then they send the, 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 the trucks already uh, built to the sites. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that kind of product, it, it works, but also works for, um, you know, small square parts or for um, uh, uh, vaccines. So the Panama Hub works uh, for many, many different industries and, and, and companies. That's why I uh, uh, call uh, the Panama is the uh, uh, one size fits all logistic platform. I love um, that can be- analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, 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 one certain day thinking and how I can describe how uh, wider is the, uh, the, uh, the, the the services we can offer. And so I, that, that idea that came to my, to my mind. Uh, um, and I really love it, how, 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 it looks, how it sounds. I really like that. Okay, so let's talk about the supply chain forum that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Can you tell us about the forum and why people should attend in August? Yeah, yeah, we are so excited about that. Um, the forum is a, a one-day event. Um, you know, uh, logisticians are always busy, so... Uh, we try to, to, to respect that. So we have put together uh, with the with the Logistic Council here in Panama an event, which will be, the idea will be to bring to this region uh, this group of uh, global uh, uh, execu- uh, executives and, and also academics. Um, it's, a, it's a way, it's a very CSCMP format uh, event. Uh, 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 I have been part of the CSCMP format for, many, many years, and, and I love the format of having the academia and the, the practitioners together uh, because you can put in context, you know, m- many elements and, and bring some um, uh, uh, papers or studies uh, together with experience. So it's, uh, we, 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 we wanted to make this very rich for the audience. Um, so we are bringing, as I said, um, uh, you know, well-known people in the industry like Terry Esper uh, that is now in Ohio State, a well-known professional uh, um, to, to he will be open in the event. Uh, we will have a uh, e-commerce panel where we will discuss uh, the trends and, and, and how uh, platforms, uh, last mile delivery and, and, and the banking industry get together to make all this possible. And um, we will be talking about platforms, uh, control towers, um, blockchain, uh, and we will have a very special panel at the end of the event, which is the women in supply chain that will be the host by you. So yes. we're very excited. <laughs> yes, I am really excited. And I'm I'm really, you know, glad that you are putting an emphasis on that because I think that it's more, it's really important for us to encourage 
more women to get into supply chain and just recognize women for the accomplishments that that they've done. But the one key thing that I want to talk about the supply chain forum is that you're also going to have uh, companies there that are already in Panama that are utilizing Panama for their supply chain advantage. So if there's any listeners out there that, um, you know, are considering Panama um, for your supply chain, want to check it out, talk to people who are already in Panama and utilizing it as a hub, as an advantage, uh, make sure to check that out. And um, where can they go actually to, to check out the forum and to register? Yeah, we will be uh, uh, sharing you the uh, the link so you can put it in the show notes, uh, so uh, everyone everyone can uh, jump in and and, and see um, the details of the event, the agenda, and the accommodations. We will be at the Sheraton Panama City Hotel. Um, and we will also uh, uh, share all the information that that your listeners may may will look for. Yes, and I will be promoting it on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So let's, lastly, let's talk a little bit about the future. What's next for yeah. you? What's next for your company? And what do you think is next for supply chain in Panama? Well, you know, um, let, let, let me start by, by, the, by the end part, last part. All supply chain uh, uh, um, executives and, and, and people that is looking at uh, joining this career need to understand, uh, in my point of view, that you really need to add value, right? Um, uh, we we know that uh, more and more we're seeing more automated tasks, and and, and we, we we can we can't be a mechanical um, people anymore. We need to to analyze. We need to become an expert. Uh, every one of us, and we need to coach a customer. We need to partner with our, uh, uh, our customers to help them to um, develop uh, their business to be a, an important part of the business. So that's what I am trying always to be uh, to get more knowledge uh, every day to learn podcasts like, podcast like yours uh, um, that, that I am really really glad I found last year to start you know listening because all those information help us to be a more prepare uh, for what's coming, hearing from other experts uh, globally that what's going on and, and, and why we need to focus on. So um, supply chain, as I said, is uh, uh, an industry, if you want to call it that way, that, that I really, really love. Um, and, and I see myself just continue learning and growing in this because there is something for uh, certain in the future that a package will need to be delivered uh, to someone, and 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 and, and given this um, the best way, the efficient way, the the, the, the to deliver that that package uh, will be a the work for someone, and 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 I think um, you need to be ready for that. Uh, Absolutely. With all the- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. What what is the website? Where can people find your company? Uh, our website is um, lspty.com. Um, this is our website. We'll, uh, we'll have a, a link in the show note too. Yeah, and, I'll make uh, sure to get that into the show notes yeah, as well. Yeah, I just and, wanted, and if anybody wanted some more information about your perfect. company and talking to you about, 
you know, working in Panama, utilizing Panama as a hub, I thought it would be great to share that with them uh, right now. So if Panama is not on your radar as a competitive advantage, you may want to take a look at this opportunity. And remember, you can also do this at the upcoming Supply Chain Forum happening August 22nd in Panama. For more information on the event demo and Panama, I will have all of the information over at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 71. And make sure to go and connect with Demo on LinkedIn. He is great. He will connect with you right away and you can start up a conversation from there. Thank you so much, Demo, for coming on the show. And I look forward to seeing you next month in Panama. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I really, really like it. And um, uh, we're here to serve, as you said. Um, uh, we, we know that um, we, we, we need to teach a lot of, of what this uh, small country can deliver to the world commerce, and, and I'm so happy to support. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has created a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce shopping cart, like Shopify, Magento, eBay, and others, allowing you ease and peace of mind when selling to customers in North America. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from your door to theirs in real time. We're the first API-based custom solution. Just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com forward slash let's talk supply chain. Next week, get ready to understand the intermodal industry just a little bit more. I am speaking to Iana all about the intermodal industry and their upcoming conference expo, which I'll be doing some podcasts on site directly at their conference. Um, Go and check out our social media if you're looking to register for the event. It's going to be a big one and you're not going to want to miss it. If you want to help support the show, um, there's a couple ways to do that. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and you can even now subscribe to my YouTube channel, the SC Supply Chain TV. Next, I have a supply chain dictionary over at letstalksupplychain.com. It's 107 pages full of acronyms and definitions that you're going to need to succeed in in supply chain. Third, go to ships, shipz.com. We will be launching our beta soon. So you're gonna be wanna you're gonna wanna be one of the first people to know all about it. So that's shipz.com. Go and fill out your information. And lastly, rate and review the show. I will mention your review on an upcoming episode, and it's really for other people to find the show. And so we can help bring value to other supply chain professionals in the industry. Thank you so much once again for listening. And remember, everybody, ship happens.